This is Ben Landisman with Lawson Screen and Digital Products. This is Deborah Sexton. This is Peter Walsh with MR. Scott Ritter with the Decorated Apparel Expo. And you are listening to Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 It's hosted by Terry Combs and Aaron Montgomery. A gift to the industry. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It is Friday, May 1st, 2020. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. Friday, May 1st. It's May 1st. It's like the apocalypse is over and man, it's a new world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Aaron Montgomery and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. Today, Terry and I are going to try to wrap this thing up. We're going to put a bow on this thing today. So we're we're talking (laughs) the landscape of a post-pandemic decorating community, uh, part three. and No, uh, No part four. Right. <laughs> hey, it, I, I mentioned in our, our kind of group chat that we have going on that I actually have a few extras because we talked about 10 things and you guys uh, got some good 10 things in there. I think I added a couple, but uh, between you and Eric, we uh, we've got 10 things and I came up with like two more things. So, you yeah, know, who knows? Never. Got, I, uh, when we when we said we're going to do 10, I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's so. like when I did my seminar, 52 niche markets in 52 minutes. <laughs> I think yeah. I got through 14. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, speaking of that, uh, yesterday we were talking about this show being 10 things and uh, Todd's got the over under at six. <laughs> in fact, he posted it in the comments. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that is good money. So, uh, all right. Let's see here. We've got some people checking in with us here today before we get started. Um, <laughs> uh, Cindy. King says, good morning, y'all have so many lives now. I forgot which one starts when. Uh, yes, I'm I'm out there in, in lots of different places. And uh, so um, sorry about uh, jumping all over the place. But this is, you know, 10 a.m. We've been pretty consistent. You know, this is where you get to see Terry's smiling face. So right. And it's 8 a.m. for me. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's that's why I, that's why I have coffee and orange juice. <laughs> wow. Look at that. You're, uh, you're doing good. So uh, Jane checking in from Houston and uh, Charles. Good morning. Uh, Kim. Good morning. And Christine Shreve. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, good morning to Eric, too. Thanks for all he's doing. Uh, there's no buttons for me to touch. So if my hands are in weird places today, that's uh, <laughs> uh, good Hey, stuff. we want to congratulate Eric, uh, Eric on his uh, brand new home as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was. Uh, yeah, cool. Congrats to him. Um, so good stuff there. All right, Terry. Well, let's talk a little bit of uh, news here before we dive in. Um, party somebody said party and you know when somebody says party what what do terry and i do we show up byob (laughs) byob so uh tonight we're going to be hosting our third virtual party and uh so if you just go over to two regular guys.com slash party uh, that will get you to the place where you can uh, get the info for tonight's party it's starting at seven central five o'clock terry's time is is that your sound right correct Again, I never know what time's on your end, so it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so hard for me. But that never I, changes. It's you people. <laughs> it's, I'm the problem. It's it's me, <laughs> not you, Terry. <laughs> so exactly. five Pacific, six Mountain, seven Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. How about that? So we've got everybody covered there. So uh, looking forward to seeing you guys all there. And um, yes, Kim, you will have to get your own fireball tonight. So <laughs> apologize for, for that. Um, right. If there was a way we could virtually send that to you, we would totally figure Kim, that out. Kim will not be able to get fireball out of my refrigerator tonight. 
in Oklahoma. <laughs> all right. All right. So, and then, yeah. So we'll have to figure out a way to get you guys to switch squares, like the crazy Hollywood squares uh, adventure <laughs> kind of thing. Hey, so. but we, Aaron, we want to make sure everybody yeah. goes out and buy something local, buy, go yep. out and buy an appetizer. Tonight I'm going to be doing Spinato's pizza. Oh, uh, I love that place. Oh uh, yeah. Spinato's is a, is a, uh, is a local uh, pizzeria here in Phoenix. I think they have seven or eight locations, but man, it's awesome. So I'm going to be doing the super six and then I'm going to have some, uh, some cheesy garlic bread also. So looking forward to doing that and, and uh, drinking my half of that uh, fireball. And <laughs> yeah, there you, <laughs> go. there you go, man. That sounds delicious. Actually. And just saying that I actually salivated because I do remember <laughs> that place and I loved it. You know, this is going to sound odd, especially coming from me, Terry. You know what I really get excited about from Spanato's though? Huh. Their, their salad. I have no oh, really? idea why, but their salad is amazing. <laughs> so I, I remember at uh, U.S. Screen when we would uh, have birthdays and and Hoover's birthday was. It was like you know, where do you want your pizza from? And it was always Spinatos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I was one of those people. Like, yep, Spinatos. So, um, all right. Let's see here. Christine was uh, says she. I was thinking about getting pizza for tonight too, and maybe some bread and and chicken and a double chocolate brownie for dessert. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, we should all go to Christine's house for this party. Um, and then uh, Justin said, good morning. Thanks for checking in. Uh, Todd says, no fireball for me tonight. And I immediately was like, yeah, right. Uh, okay, maybe one. <laughs> Kim says, don't drink all my fireball, Terry. So. <laughs> I guess it is hers. It's yeah. in my fridge, though. So Yeah, it's isn't that possession is like nine-tenths of the law or something That's it. Like that, right? <laughs> um, so, excellent. Yeah, so definitely get that. In fact, we'd love for you guys to get it, share it, you know, put a, put a link up to, uh, you know, it, where you're going to get stuff from. I will be getting uh, my food tonight from BMO's Grill. Uh, and so you just go to BMO'sGrill.com. Again, if you've got to be in the Cottleville area, but hey, you know, check it out and, uh, you know, maybe like their Facebook page to help them out and all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, all right. What else do we got here, Terry? Uh, Dax update. Um, I will, I will just kind of paraphrase what we've gotten so far. Uh, there, the update for, for Dax, Minnesota is there is no update, <laughs> unfortunately, officially, uh, cause here's the, the challenge. Um, they cannot get a hold of anybody at Treasure Island, and their contract is very, very uh, heavy on penalties should they cancel without following the very specific guidelines that they need to follow. And since they can't get a hold of anybody, uh, they are unable to follow said guidelines to officially cancel the, the show. Um, and here's where the real challenge comes in. Based on what the Minnesota rule ruling that just came out apparently yesterday or the day before, uh, they're their governor finally uh, announced what was happening there in Minnesota. Um, it would not be legal to have the DAX show during the time that it's scheduled based on Minnesota regulations, but treasure Island is on a uh, reservation an Indian reservation. So it is a quote unquote sovereign nation. So they don't necessarily have to follow the rules that Minnesota is laying out for them. So if you can't get a hold of anybody on that sovereign nation, how do you figure it out? So that's where we're at right now. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look good for the Dax Minnesota show, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, I know we were all looking forward to kind of getting back into, you know, even if we're all wearing masks, you know, let, we'll show up and, and everybody has their super cool decorated mask on. Hopefully, you know, whatever is going to happen. But that's where we're at with Dax um, Minnesota right now. 
And uh, so as we have updates that we can share more officially and publicly, because, you know, what I just said is just between us, Terry. So don't yeah. tell anybody. And, you know, Aaron, that, that, that show is supposed to start three weeks from today. Yeah. So I know I have a, a flight that I'm, uh, I, I want to cancel, but I <laughs> hesitant <laughs> to. Uh, I, I was trying to cancel my reservation for the previous date for this show. And, and there's no one to talk to. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you go to the Treasure Island website, it, it, uh, uh, it hasn't been updated uh, for over a month. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I feel their pain. Yeah, for sure. So um, I know Todd had a similar situation. I think he emailed them and early on and, and got an email response, but uh, I'm not sure if anybody's, because <laughs> according to uh, what I've heard, they're not responding to emails anymore. So, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Christine says, can you imagine if we were all at a show with mask on, it would look like a convention of bank robbers. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we're going to see that though. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, imagining that is not going to be, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what you do. So obviously masks are very popular right now in our community, as far as making them for folks and, and trying to figure it all out. Um, if somebody you know, could I, invent maybe a business card dispenser as well. <laughs> it's right out of your mask or, or yeah, you don't have push to. a button and a business card shoots yeah. towards somebody. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that though, Terry, I, I think we will start to see more, you know, it used to be where it, it was kind of a, a novelty to kind of have the QR code thing that you could get somebody's contact information just by scanning something. Um, I would imagine that people are feverishly at work trying to figure that out now, how you can exchange information without actually having to hand over a physical piece of paper. So I don't know. That'll be interesting to see, you know. Um, to, so, uh, Sharon says, sublimate your business card to your mask. There you go. I love that. That's a great idea. Um, and anyhow. So Todd says the magicians have been doing that for years. <laughs> so they're going to step into the forefront here. So, um, all right. So that's Dax. That's, uh, oh, here's what I really wanted to get to, though, Terry, before I turn the floor over to you. Uh, our, our super uh, awesome, we haven't come up with a title for Christine yet because, you know, she's not just a regulator. She's an inventor of the regulator. She's also typically our publicist in a lot of ways you know she's able to write things more succinctly than i try to say them so we'll have to come up with an official title for christine as as she relates to the regulators and decorators community but a super cool announcement from her in fact over at our facebook page i posted the official press release from her so you can get more details just uh once this is over, just jump over to uh, to our regular Facebook page and see the post there. But Christine Shreve Consulting is open for business. Uh, she'll be able to help with marketing, writing, editing, and business development services. Uh, Christine Shreve is proud to announce the opening of Christine, Christine Shreve Consulting, a firm offering marketing, writing, social media, editing, and business development services. Uh, Christine Shreve Consulting can be found online at christineshreve.com. Thank you, Eric. He's putting it up right there. And um, click the How Can I Help tab for a list of available services and contact information. Uh, as I mentioned, we posted the full press release on our Facebook page here this morning. So check it out because she's got the um, some other stuff that she's doing. She's got a couple of blogs that she's doing. She's got uh, the Garment and – no, what is it? Business and Women podcast and uh, – stuff coming up soon. Uh, she's going to be getting more involved, uh, doing some decorators community type programs like what we did with, with Eric in the webinar and, and Terry's, uh, uh, SEP 
service. September, no, it's not September. <laughs> Scheduling and estimating production time. So lots of really cool stuff coming from Christine. She has uh, taken full advantage of this um, quote unquote downtime and, and uh, has been real busy, it looks like. So uh, definitely go check that out right away, please. All right. Um, yeah. So, Terry, what about you? What are, what have you got on the little list there? A couple of things. Uh, Impressions Expo, which uh, is a sponsor of our program, they the deadline for speaking at the Impressions Expo 2021 uh, that's today. So, uh, I'm sure you have until the end of the day to get that that information in. But if you uh, want to be a speaker there, uh, today's the day you need to propose your uh, your presentation at, uh, at all the different Impressions Expo shows next year. Uh, I spoke with Katie with NBM this morning. Okay. <laughs> and uh, NBM is going to be sponsoring Let's Get Back to Business, and that's going to be on May 20th. It's going to start the day with a panel discussion and then one-hour breakaway sessions uh, uh, put on by all the different sponsors of, uh, of the NBM show. And then those uh, sessions are going to be available for 30 days after the event. And, and Katie says they all, they've already had a huge response. Hundreds of people have signed up to attend. And, and so you can find that, that at the NBM show.com. And uh, it will be under the, uh, the heading breakaway session. So make sure you go and check that out as well. Aaron, do you, do you have a joke for us today? I, I do, and I did not put it on the, on the list. But before I get to that, there was one other thing that I forgot from the news segment that I wanted to also make sure people were aware of. Because as we're talking about, you know, learning how to kind of get back to business and stuff like that, um, the the folks over at SGIA uh, and headed up by Peter Lovelace, who's been on the show with us, uh, they did a really neat, not neat, it was a really informative panel discussion just the other day. I think it was one or two days ago that all the days are running together a bit for me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try to find that and see if we can post it. I, I think you can still go back and watch it. It was a live kind of panel discussion. And, uh, you know, they, they had some interesting discussions about, you know, they had their uh, VP of government affairs there. They had uh, uh, Marcy Kittner there. They had the folks from uh, PIA there as well. They had their chief economist there. Um, you know, some of the stuff he was talking about made me a little concerned, but uh, you know, economists can be an interesting breed. So, <laughs> um, he, he was being honest. He was being full on honest with what he thought, you know, and, and that he felt like the, as far as the economy goes, the, it was going to be a bit more of a U shape than a V shape. Like we hope, you know, the, that we're kind of heading down and then we hit and bounce back up, back up. He kind of felt like we were going to, it was going to take probably till the fourth quarter to really start seeing any up. And then hopefully in 2021, some, some real recovery across the board. Now, uh, what I'm hearing from a lot of folks is that, uh, in fact, I got an email from somebody just the other day that they had their best month ever in April. Um, you know, and so it just depends on what space that you're in. Um, well, you know, and, and look at the the people who are, are uh, again, I don't want to use the term taking advantage, but, uh, people who are uh, are taking what what they're being served up and and running with it. The folks at Cotton Heritage, uh, I think I mentioned this maybe last week. They got in fifty thousand masks, and uh, they were gone within a couple of days. So, yeah. uh, you know, if if you go onto Etsy or any place like that, you know, there are a lot of decorators out there that are decorating masks, and uh, it's uh, you know, it's you know, you get lemons, make some lemonade, or you know, or slices because eliminate feels like a lot of work. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and I think, but that's a, that's a really 
true statement, Terry. I mean, you, it's your choice to figure out what you're going to do. You can, you're going to get those lemons and you're going to make lemon slices or lemonade, or you're going to whine and complain about getting lemons when you wanted oranges yeah. and you're still going to have lemons. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, uh, Jay's got a, a comment here that'll cover up the whole screen, but I love it. Uh, the NHL, <laughs> NBA, and WNBA are officially offering branded face masks online. All three are trying to help those hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic while also protecting fans from infection infection in the process. All proceeds going to help food banks across the United States and Canada. Three packs of masks cost $24.99, and the league leagues pledged that on its site that all the profits will be donated to Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. So that's um, awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. So we are we ready for the dad joke? I think, you know, that's what real most people are here for. <laughs> and I've got to uh, consult my uh, I asked my son to send it to me on Hangouts. So my eight year old is better at the technology than I am. Um, <clears throat> all right. Oh, he sent me two. All right. I'm just going to I'm going to go with the first one and we'll save this next one for next week. How do you get a squirrel to like you? I don't, I don't know. I, act, I went a bad direction. <laughs> okay. All right. Act like a nut. Okay. <laughs> uh, it went from dad joke to never mind. Right. Um, <clears throat> On that note. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Let's get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we want to thank everyone for checking out the two regular guys podcast. If you are listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing with your friends. So, they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate you giving us a, a re review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to the show right now. And we are always looking for new guests. If you have uh, an idea for a show, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys. And we'd love to hear from you about uh, being on the show. If you're watching us live right now, join in with your comments and questions and reach out to your industry friends and have them join us today too. Excellent. Well, let's hear a word from our platinum sponsor, Impressions Expo. What is Impressions Expo? Impressions Expo, formerly known as ISS, is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry. They have five shows that are produced annually in each region of the United States, including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and cap off the year at Fort Worth, Texas. Each of those five annual shows also feature over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much, much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details, and while there, use the promo code regular guys ie for a free expo pass again make sure you visit impressionsexpo.com to get more details and the two regular guys look forward to seeing you there i do like that uh, hi i like you shirt in that commercial <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one that is a really good one uh, all right well um Terry, thanks very much to the Impressions Expo for for all of their support. Um, we uh, we'll, we'll be in touch with them. Uh, hopefully, you know, as as things kind of progress for them, we'll see what what May brings and and what things look like and and how things are going to change. Obviously, you know, when we started interacting with them, the whole push was for ISS Long Beach, which is now behind us. 
you know, so, but unfortunately they've been so busy with everything else that, uh, you know, where they're, they're, they're working on, uh, what's, they have a, a program that they do that they're doing with in kitchen called, uh, pressing forward or, or something like that. I, I can't remember the, the exact name of it off the top of my head, but, uh, go check them out over at impressionsexpo.com and, and see all the great things that they have going on over there. So, you know, and you know, you mentioned, uh, juggling things and I know that they are making a lot of changes to their, uh, to their schedule for, uh, seminars, things like that. So, uh, they're very, very busy over there. Yep, definitely. So we appreciate all their hard work to uh, continue bringing wonderful training, education, community to to our our decorators community that that we're all a part of here. So, all right, Terry. Well, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. It's are you reading messages that we don't see or <laughs> no? No, oh. I, I'm I'm reading. I'm just, I'm thinking about the time and getting through 10 things. My, my real goal today was to make sure that I just threw Todd's whole six over under out the window and maybe even went to bonus content and we get to like 12, but, uh, I and don't here we are starting that. 20 minutes into the game. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But let's, let's start here. Okay. Let's, let's dive in here. Um, so what we want to talk about today and, and again, you guys are going to, you know, participate please so just be commenting bringing in your information if you're listening to the podcast version of this uh, make sure you head over to our facebook page at facebook.com slash two regular guys and uh, go to the video and and comment after the fact you don't have to be in the live to comment we can keep this conversation going as long as you guys want it to go so um all right terry i will start out with number one if that's okay sure let's go okay so number one business planning. So these are 10 things to do now to prepare for, uh, you know, I hear different things. Marshall had a really good way of putting it, but I can't remember (laughs) Marshall Atkinson. The new normal is I think what a lot of people have been saying, but uh, he had another, another way of saying it. So if he's listening in Marshall, share, share what you're calling it and we'll give you credit for that. But the new normal. And to me, number one is business planning. We need to make sure that we have a plan because a business plan to me, and I've talked about this a lot on this program and, and lots of other places, but it, but it's a guardrail. It's a, it's a way to kind of, as things go awry and there's that steep cliff over on the side that we're hu- kind of hugging up against. Right. Um, if we don't have that guardrail, we're going to fall off the cliff and have to, you know, shut it down, lose all of our business and, and all that other stuff. If we have that guardrail, we have that understanding of, hey, we have this goal out here in front of us that I can see. I just don't know how to get there specifically. So what the planning process does, the planning process gives you that ability to just see what the next step is and and make sure that you've thought about the next step in your head and that you also have a really good foundation of all of the core values and and things that are important to you and your business uh, in, in a written format that you can share, reference, look back on. Um, you know, I, I kind of look at, at it this way, Terry is like, if I have a plan and I, it, it allows me to quickly make the right decisions at the right time. So when all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're hit with coronavirus or whatever the next issue that faces our business is, a lot of people that don't have a plan basically had to, you know, Oh God, I got to go figure this out. And, uh, what should I do? And da, da, da. I've seen a lot of other people that have a very clear plan and and they make it very public and they, they have their guiding principles. Um, 
Pete from Booster Spirit Wear is a great example of this. You know, they they have very clearly stated what their plan is, what they're all about. And as things happened, they made their decisions based on that. They didn't make their decisions based on what the bottom line was to the company or, or whatever. You know, they they supported their employees. They supported the their local community by getting involved with feeding the kids that now didn't have the opportunity to go to school to get that sometimes the only meal they got during the, the day kind of thing. And so they had that, that plan. They had that ability to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. I don't have to worry about, you know, figuring a whole bunch of stuff out. Not to say that they didn't actually, you know, get involved and do the work and try to make it work the best they could, but they were able to press forward much quicker than probably a lot of people around them that didn't have a plan. So that, that's what, that's what I'm saying in, in that regard, Terry. So what, what are your thoughts there? Well, well, you know, and, and look at Pete's situation and cause a lot of people would have thrown up their hands and said, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Because guess who they sell to schools? Uh, are there any <laughs> schools in session right now? There aren't. Yeah. <laughs> so so, uh, and, and you know what, Hey, you got to this point, you didn't have a plan. It's not too late. Uh, you, you can sit down right now and, and say, you know, here's where we need to go moving forward. Maybe, maybe that, uh, and, and Aaron, you, you mentioned writing it down. Uh, there, there's a lot to sitting down and writing down a plan because as you're writing that plan down, you know, your, your mind is, is formulating a, a way to accomplish the task or, or maybe, um, Somebody you trust and uh, somebody whose opinion you you respect, go have lunch today. And uh, well, you'll probably be at a picnic table outside of the Dairy Queen, but uh, <laughs> but hop, hop on a Zoom call with them or so whatever. Yeah. Exactly right, and, and talk through it. And uh, and you know, there are a lot of people who are going to survive this and and be the business be even stronger. You know, be one of those people. Yeah, yeah, I I think you you hit it right on the head, you know, and that 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 act of actually writing it down, like Terry said, there's there's something to that. There's scientific evidence that there's something to that, right? You know, and and really what it is, Terry, is that we we basically have two separate brains. Uh, you know, some people even say well, there's three separate brains in our heads, but we've got the conscious and the subconscious mind, and you know, all of our kind of dreams, hopes, aspirations, who we are is buried in our subconscious mind. Unfortunately, our subconscious mind is not connected to our language part of things. And that's why right. we go, uh, um, uh, cause we're trying to make those connections and trying to get out what we really mean. You know, when I start talking too fast, like I am right now, I, <laughs> it's this, um, uh, because I'm not connecting between the two. So when, like you said, you take that time to stop, sit down, write out the plan. You're, you're actually, people go, oh, I just don't have time for that. Well, I'm, I think that you don't have time to not do that. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so just, just look at it a different way. Uh, a couple of quick comments here, Terry, and then we'll move on to number two so we can get through this. Todd. Todd. <laughs> uh, Jeff says uh, the number one pre reason people don't do business plans is that they're that in the back of their minds, they know something is very wrong and there is a fear of confronting issues head on. Um, I, I can I can see that and I, I definitely mm -hmm. understand and, and have heard that quite a bit. But here's here's the deal when it comes to fear. Fear stands for and I don't you know, this is what I'm saying it stands for. And this is <laughs> fear stands for fantasized experiences appearing real. OK, so that's what fear means. And so I would say to people like that, that have that fear is, well, how about the fear of if you don't confront 
those issues, what's going to happen, you know? So, so flip it, think about all of the reasons, all of the things that are going to come out of it positively on the other side. If you confront those things, think about it, you know, address the issues at hand. And then hopefully that being able to see what's on the other side, the good stuff on the other side might help you hop over that fear. So, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Richard, I spoke with a mentor this morning, uh, and he has inspired me the most. So, excellent. Was Good. that Richard? Was that one of us? Or? No, it, I don't. Um, it, it actually was. <laughs> uh, Richard inspires the heck out of me too. So uh, we, we we've had some good conversations. Um, uh, Carolyn, uh, my strengths and weaknesses have formed my path. It took time, but it's now much easier to make decisions that are productive and stay away from the unproductive. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's like you said, it's taken time. It's a process. It's something that you have to develop. And, uh, you know, so to me, the uh, formal or informal business planning process is, is just that it's that opportunity to um, take the time to do it. Cause we actually started a, a business planning series over at our success group and actually just started this last Wednesday night. And one of the things that I said was that it's not the finished product that we're, we're concerned so much about you know, your business plan could be, you know, chicken scratch everywhere. It, it's, it's that process of actually doing the planning. Right. That's the important part. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, banks don't give loans like they used to. So writing a business plan to go get a loan, uh, it's just, you know, that's a, that's a hard pitch, but writing a business plan to improve your business. That's what I, we're talking about yeah, here. Exactly. So, um, all right, T Terry, number two, number two. All right. And we're only at the bottom of the hour. We've got all kinds of time. Uh, <laughs> number two is this, Hey, if you've got available cash, you've got some cash flow, take advantage of the discounts that manufacturers and suppliers are offering right now. Uh, every time I go to somebody's website, you know, there's 10%, 20% off, and uh, if you've got the ability to do it and it's something that you're going to, maybe it's a product that that's a part of, of, uh, of your product line. Maybe it's a new piece of equipment that you're, you've been thinking about doing. Now's the time if you can afford to do it because everybody's offering special offers. And, yeah. and so take advantage. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you talk about, you know, if you can afford to do it, think about it from a, a, an investment uh, side of right. things, not, not how much that thing costs but how much that thing can make you, you know, when you talk about equipment, for example, yeah, it might cost, you know, what's, what's the going rate on an F 2100 right now, Terry? Uh, 13,995. So, you know, $14,000, 13,995, sorry, $14,000. <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> so people can say, I don't know, it's 13 something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should have just said it's 13 something. <laughs> um, so, you know, you look at that number and, you know, when I think about that number, it, 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 I get a little, the temperature rises a little bit. It's like, Oh, that's a big number. But then I think, Oh, you know what? I bought this shirt right here off of Amazon for 20. I think it ended up being like $27, $28 for, you know, a left chest print. There's a big print on the back um, that was done on a direct to garment machine. You know, so how many of those do you have to sell? Because I know what this thing cost <laughs> and I still yeah. bought it, you know? <laughs> right. Um, and that's, yeah. that's the marketplace today. You know, that's, uh, and, and we've talked about this before. It's, it's that short run. I, I, I want one, I want it custom. I want it now. And, and it's a new world. And 
it's even more of a new world today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new world with coronavirus thrown on top of it. <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. Um, yeah, so I, that's a great one, Terry. Take advantage of the discounts. Not specifically related to our industry, but I actually saw something out there where uh, it was Sicily over over in Italy. Uh, their tourism is is hurting, obviously, super bad right now. And uh, if if you'll commit to taking a trip there sometime this year, but before the end of the year, they're offering to pay like half of your airfare and a third of your hotel, the, the, the actual city itself. Uh, so, hey, take advantage of lots of discounts out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Number three, Terry. God, now we're flying. Now we're cruising. Um, oh, to Todd said... Uh, Aaron needs that pizza in his garage. A pizza oven is uh, actually what uh, Christine was clarifying for Todd. Pizza oven, uh, mug oven. So anyhow, it's a it's a long story. <laughs> uh, I don't need it in my garage. But uh, anyways, um, number three, let's find some things that you can do to change your business in a sense that um, things that you can ship easily. Um, you know, you've, you've got to obviously look at e-commerce and, and stuff like that, but, but think about some things that you could decorate that maybe you haven't thought of before. Um, obviously everybody's thinking about mass right now. So if you can decorate mass that, that ships easily, I mean, you know, you can easily get that in a, in a very small little mailer, bag. Yeah. Little mailer bag, you know, so, and, and here's the key to anything shipping, anything e-commerce to, is to keep it under a pound. Whatever you can do to keep that thing under a pound will change. I mean, we're talking three to four dollars difference in shipping costs typically. So, I mean, if you go from 15 ounces to 16.5 ounces, that will typically cost you, like I said, three to four dollars. Um, so, uh, Tanya had just posted a great one here things like digital downloads that you don't have to ship at all. You know, yeah, um, perfect. We talked about mass. Uh, Eric, mention patches, you know, so if you're want to decorate hats, but hats might be tough to ship, why not offer them a patch that, that they could, you know, iron on patches, ship in an envelope will offer people to decorate the gear they already have. Um, as Eric says in the, in the comments, thank you, Eric. Um, hey, I have a, I have a pro tip on patches. Uh, okay. my, my son can attest to this, never get a patch with a skull and crossbones on it. And and sew it on your backpack and and travel. <laughs> he said he said they always search my backpack when they see that skull and crossbones. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he need a skull and crossbones for to begin with? He he. Well, first of all, he had a hole in his backpack, so he <laughs> went to find a patch to put on it and said, "Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'll be like a pirate." You know? yeah. Apparently, you're like a terrorist, <laughs> <laughs> which is today's pirates, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Todd says uh, training and how to videos um let's see here tanya uh also what can you do to help someone else i put together a zoom conference for next week to help others with three people that i trust myself um maria says i would love to know more about how digital downloads work um yeah i mean it's it's fairly simple you you've got something that's a digital design that or something along those lines that is either a pdf or, or a jpeg or whatever it's a digital file and you offer it up on your website. And when the people purchase it, then they can download it. Uh, it you know, different websites are going to handle that kind of stuff differently. But uh, digital downloads is 
definitely. I mean, you think about like a, an audio book, for example. If I go to Audible's, I'm basically buying a digital download. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jeff says, here's something to look into. A lot of local school districts, discretionary budgets, things like athletics and after school activities and everything that goes into them. Uh, they're flush with money because schools have been canceled for six weeks. They need to spend that money by the end of the year, which is six weeks away. Sometimes you can create open POs, which allow the money to be spent in a non-committed way. You should be reaching out to all of the teams that you do business with and talk to them. Uh, I'm assuming it's how the, how it goes. So that's a, that's a great tip there, Jeff. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, uh, Cindy says, instead of the skull and crossbones patch, I would, I guess, put hearts and smile faces. That's probably <laughs> going to be good. Uh, Richard, great suggestion. Car coasters can ship cheap. Um, I, yeah, I, until a couple of years ago, I had no idea there was a huge market for personalized car coasters, the little sandstone ceramic like things that sit in your car coaster that um, supposedly suck up the moisture of your, you know, 34 ounce Diet Coke sitting there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Todd says in, in relation to digital downloads, you can make it once and sell it forever. Yeah. Um, so. A Bill Hood, great suggestion, Bill. <clears throat> Easy digital downloads and WooCommerce are the leading software for WordPress to sell digital downloads. Great tip there, Bill. Thank you so much. All right. Should we get to number four here? Let's do. Um, <laughs> ne next one up is. <laughs> Sorry, I, have to, I do have to laugh, but uh, can you just get, let me hit this one comment because um, <clears throat> talking about the patches that you brought up, Terry, Todd says a not ISIS patch might work too. <laughs> I would say that it would work to get you checked every time. Yes. <laughs> you know, though, uh, I, I don't know what made me think of this, but one time I drove a, across the, uh, the uh, Hoover Dam uh -huh. and, and now, you know, now TSA searches your vehicle before you can drive across the dam. But apparently uh, terrorists aren't smart enough to put the bomb inside of a suitcase because when they looked at my trunk, they didn't open any of the suitcases. They just <laughs> just assumed that that, that bomb was going to be right there on top. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't leave it on. Don't, don't leave your bombs on top. Is that your tip? I guess so. Okay. That's the ISIS right. tip. Put it in a suitcase. So. <laughs> For anybody from the federal government listening in right now, please note these are all jokes, jokes and jokes only. Okay. Not good jokes. I understand that. We can, we can all agree. All right. Uh, Terry, let's get to number four. Cause okay. Yeah. Go. Uh, number four is uh, review your product offerings. Are there any losers you need to discard or any winners that you need to be promoting? And, and so kind of, you know, and a lot of times we, uh, we offer a lot of products and, and don't pay attention to maybe this product here that that is five times harder to produce and maybe we make even less money on it. So this is a good opportunity to kind of uh, kind of fine tune what it is that uh, we're, we're selling to the public. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think the best way to look at that, Terry, is like it's that product that you get when somebody orders you, you go, oh, crap, I'm going to make that again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's, yeah. your, that's your tip off. <laughs> yeah, that should be your your flag right there that uh, either A, you raise your price to a point where when somebody orders that, you you don't have that uh, feeling <laughs> because you know it's going to make you a lot of money or <laughs> or get rid of it. So that, that's a really great tip, Terry. Um, good. You, you know, Aaron, here's a, a good example of that. When I was uh, an active screen printer, uh, I used to do the screen printed numbers, you know, so I would have the the Dalco template, you know, that you'd lay the, the, the paper number down. 
you print it in the in the number uh, template would would stick to the screen. You'd peel it off, and then I uh, discovered vinyl numbers. And uh, <laughs> but but I love these people who just love their screen printed numbers. So uh, I, I went from I think the vinyl numbers were a dollar a shirt, and the screen printed numbers went to five dollars a shirt. Guess what? Everybody <laughs> went to vinyl. <laughs> it's amazing. No, I love I love those, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I love them at a dollar. I do not love them at five dollars. Um, right? Yeah. No, that's a that's a that's a really good point. I um I call that self selecting. So, you know, if you have like maybe a, a troublesome customer, instead of firing the customer, maybe their prices go up to a point where they're just going to choose to not do business with you anymore. And yeah. therefore, you know, you weren't the mean person that fired them. You just, uh, they're not coming to you anymore. Weird. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Christine says, if uh, you're reviewing your products, it's also a great time to look at taking new pictures or refreshing the descriptions or copy on the website. Things do get stale, change things up and see if a refurb makes a difference. That's a that's a really good tip there, Christine. Yep. Um, I, I found myself doing something similar yesterday where it was time to uh, change something up on a on a product. And uh, lo and behold, a, a couple hours later, I had just refined the entire category. So I <laughs> um, was, was planning on making a quick change. And, and yeah, that's how that goes. Um, all right. So let's get to number where we're number five. What happened to? Oh, we, we actually had that. I I screwed up the numbering. That's what happened. Okay, there's number five now. <laughs> um, number five. Now is a great time to make sure that you're focused on the people. If you have employees, uh, right now is a fantastic time to spend as much ability as you have to. Interact with them any way that you can. Lead with empathy. Make sure that your culture is strong. You know, the strong teams. You know, we've talked about Pete Loveless, and and that's one of the things I really respect about what they've built over there with their business is mm -hmm. is it, it is about the team. And and so you know, as the going has gotten tough, it's a partnership, and their people are involved in you know helping out, and they're not worried about their paycheck what they're worried about is doing the right thing and and supporting the business you know so um it, i've heard way too many stories of of just people going the opposite way going woe is me you know so you'll have to figure it out on your own and and this is actually the opposite you need to be doing the opposite of that right now you need to be going okay what can we do for you how can we work through this together and, and in the, the new normal or whatever we're going to call it, having that focus on the people is what's going to lead you to success. Because here's why our, our focus as a society is shifting right now. We're, we're, we're valuing, we've had a chance to actually be at home a little bit and spend some time with our kids and understand the importance of certain things and, and gain a new perspective. And I don't think that's going to change when things quote unquote open back up, it's, it's a, it's, a, this is going to be the new norm of having a different perspective on things. It's not about, you know, just using and abusing everything around you to squeeze every last drop out of it. It's about partnerships, working together, all that stuff. Even if you don't have employees, you know, building those relationships around you, because 
you might not think of them as employees, but your vendors are, are kind of like employees. The, the other people that help you do things in your business, uh, maybe they're not being paid as a W-2 employee, but they're a partner. So um, yeah, I think it's uh, important right now to really focus on the people that are around your business. So, You know, Aaron, and, and you know, when you talk about that, because so many of us today, it's so easy to have maybe an artist who works uh, independently or a uh, graphic designer, that, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, reach out to those people. And, and like you said, maybe maybe you don't have any business for them right now, but, but check in on them. Uh, just give them a call and say, hey, I'm just uh, wanting to make sure that you're doing okay. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. And then because, you know, uh, things are going to turn around. And, uh, and I think that uh, those folks that, that you show empathy for are going to uh, want to uh, work with you even more when, uh, when, yep. the, when life changes. Yep. And, and when you have a need, you know, it'll, it, it, those things are going to stand out, you know, those they'll remember, Hey, you know what? Yeah. Terry reached out to me, even though, you know, we weren't, able to kind of do any business together right then, you know, I'm going to give Terry the good guy discount right now, you know, because he he needs, he needs this now. So that, that's a great point. Uh, Sheila has a great uh, point here too. When we're talking about, it's a good time for cross training, make sure, you know, I know Terry, you're a huge proponent of this as am I, but, but you, you really kind of hit it home for a lot of folks, why that's so necessary. And, and so, yeah, get that done. Um, uh, Christine says, also remember to be extra appreciative of the people who are working. Buy some pizza for the group. Do something as simple as saying thank you and be transparent. Share information. Make sure your employees know what you're doing to keep them safe. Um, Because when they know, it's a quote that I love from Teddy Roosevelt, and I'm going to forget it because I do this to myself. I put myself on the spot and then I can't remember. But it's it's, uh, people don't uh, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And then I always add about them. And, and I, again, I think that's somewhat in line with what Christine's saying there is that Mm -hmm. they don't, they, if, if they don't think you care about them, they're not going to care about you. So, you know, it's now, like you said, it now is the time to, like she said, now is the time to be the most transparent that you can be not be the, because I know that uncertainty typically drives people to be a little more, um, I don't know, closed uh, because you don't know and you don't know what to say and you don't know what to share. But that right there is is what you should be saying. It's like, I, I'm really uncertain about this too. Uh, you know, all I know is that let's get through this together. And so what are some of your ideas? I, I care about what you think. Um, you know, here's some of the things I've been thinking about, but I really don't know, you know, so that's transparency. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I, I know you've seen both sides of this, Terry. I mean, you've seen people that, that do the other way. It's like, nope, I'm just not going to tell you anything. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, especially in times like this, people need to know, uh, yeah, I got a paycheck today. Am I going to get a paycheck two weeks from now or four weeks from now? And, and, and you need to have those frank conversations and, and, you know, hey, I'm doing everything I can to, uh, to keep bread on your table. And, uh, um, you know, there, there's uh, my son who lives in Manhattan. Uh, he said that there was a local restaurant that said we need to bring in a thousand dollars a day to keep everybody on payroll. And, and he said the first thing he did was call and place an order for pickup because that was just very frank. And, and the employees knew and the owner knew and said, 
hey, we're just trying to keep our doors open. We're trying to keep everybody a paycheck in their pocket. And and here's what we have to do to accomplish that. And and uh, and my son was so impressed with that fact that, you know, hey, I, I, I go in there. I frequent that place. And, yeah, I want to make sure all those people have a paycheck also. So, you know, that's that's just being uh, open and frank with your employees, with your customers. Yeah. No, I think that, that's a that's a great point. In fact, it made me think of uh, – uh, Despicable Me. We we just watched that recently again. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Terry, but uh, it's a it's a good I, little. I, anime I have movie. grandsons. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> so there's a granddaughter the, now. <laughs> yeah. There there's a time when uh, Gru is is a bit defeated and he's going to shut it down and and uh, all of a sudden the the little girls uh, break out their piggy bank and so and you know he was being frank with them and. Uh, they broke out their pinky bank and said, okay, well, if this is what we need, here you go. And then everybody else starts doing that. And it reminded me of, of your son going, okay, here's my piggy bank. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to place my order right now. So yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Okay. A couple comments here, Terry, before we get to number six, uh, Richard says, I, I did work from home at Cisco for years. And after that, a regular nine to five was hard. Uh, WFH has downside working from home has downsides too. Like there's no clock, but I'd rather be home with my doggies than pretending like to like my coworkers. <laughs> uh, and Carolyn says, I do love my dog more now. So, uh, I'm not sure if that's related, but, um, Matthew, uh, says first time watcher here. I'm active duty military. So I'm using this time to re revitalize my embroidery shop. I've been awesome. completely revamping my website, taking stock photography with a light box, improving my name patch design. So, uh, as Kim said, uh, Matthew, thank you for your service, and uh, that that's awesome to hear. So, great job by you. Um, okay, Christine says not communicating just makes people feel scared and uncertain, and like the company doesn't value them. As Aaron said, even if you don't know exactly what's happening, be honest about that. People who trust their employers are much more likely to work harder and smarter. Um, that's and more willing to make those sacrifices if if uh, if if necessary if if the uh, owners and managers are being frank and honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Terry. Uh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> I hate, Let's get to I number hate six. To, I know we have ten minutes left, and we're on number six. Todd. <laughs> Damn you, Todd! It's the law of attraction. He put it out there, and <laughs> exactly right. All right, number six is try something new in your decoration methods and. And, you know, a lot of times uh, it's like in, in screen printing. Uh, I, I always tell my uh, my screen printing classes that uh, we have a whole section on, on specialty inks. And I'll tell them, you know, most of your competitors don't do any of this. They, they don't do puffs. They don't do sways. They don't do gels. They don't do, uh, uh, you know, reflective inks. Yeah. And because, you know, uh, people open a screen printing business and any kind of decorating business and learn this much and and stay right there and you know maybe this is a good opportunity for you to call your supplier and say hey i want to try uh you know this new ink or that new ink or maybe that this old ink that you've never tried before i mean puffing's been around forever uh even longer than me aaron and uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> but but get some and, and, and do some experimenting uh and, and whatever your decoration method try some try some new things hey if you're a uh, direct to garment printer print a, a nice heavy white underbase, print some color on top. And while it's still wet, uh, sprinkle some glitter on top of there, then heat press it and then uh, take it over to your trash can and shake it out. And you'll have a, uh, you'll have a, a, a very unique direct to garment printed shirt. And Aaron, you and I both know that works because 
way back when white ink was brand new and we were at us screen we used to do that now i will warn you your shop is going to look like kesha's bathroom but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was going to be glitter everywhere yeah <laughs> i was going to say make sure that you uh let your uh, significant other know what you're doing there cuz uh, it could make for some <laughs> funny questions at home, but, uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So any other things that you can think of specifically, Terry, I know you out there in the screen print world, what, what are you seeing that, um, in screen well, print world or direct to garment world, you know, like I said, the glitter is a cool thing to try any yeah, other, and, and, any, it really any special, I mean, if you're a screen printer and you've never printed puff ink, there's nothing easier on the planet to to expand into than printing puffing because all you need is a is a like an 87 mesh screen instead of pressing that that ink deep into that shirt you just lightly uh uh do three or four pulls or pushes on your on your squeegee and as it's going through the dryer it's going to raise up and puff and it's a really cool accent to a certainly to a multicolored design and uh try try suede ink and and here's the secret of suede ink and and I, I wrote an article, Aaron, 20 years ago, talking about <laughs> suede ink that's been around forever, but nobody knows about it. Well, guess what? I could republish that article today because nobody knows about it. And here's why I think that is. Suede ink is a puff ink, which means that nobody reads the instructions. So they're going to print that suede ink through a, a really open mesh, like an 87, when in fact, suede ink needs to be printed through like a 230 mesh, very fine mesh. But when you print it, and then it goes through the dryer, it will raise up and look just like suede on the garment. It's really, really cool. And almost nobody does it. So yeah. call your supplier, tell them you need some suede additive and you mix color with it. And uh, it's super cool. Wow. That's cool. A great tip, Terry. Nice. Uh, pro, Ron, tip. pro tip. There you go. Ron says expand into puff. Nice pun, Terry. <laughs> expand yeah. did i say that <laughs> i don't know but i think so. um all right so here's the deal terry i think i think bonus time is called for today i mean okay. do you have anywhere to be Anybody? i don't okay <laughs> I, I wasn't sure when the uh the whole shelter in place thing would be lifted for you so i wasn't sure if it was like you needed to run out into the world arizona we uh yesterday we moved on to may 15th so okay that's because actually here in Missouri, uh, May 4th is uh, when the doors open back up here. Now, uh, with obviously lots of guidelines and restrictions, but um, it's, uh, the, I mean, I, I got the eight page guidelines right here uh, and uh, <laughs> was reading through them going, huh, wow, that's, uh, they're really being pretty open and generous here. Star um, Wars Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, no, so. Let, let's get through this. Number seven. Are we doing this just so Todd can't win? Is that exactly exactly because he said six is a house win. We keep it all. Uh, so I just I couldn't do that. So if we get to even seven though, but I want to get I want to get through ten because the other thing is Eric says makes me wonder why I wrote up points nine and ten. So exactly, we have to take advantage of of this uh, awesome work that Eric did. All right, number seven: events and on-site experiences. Obviously. Um, these things went uh, went by the wayside real quick, and know, we and, were promoting this so heavily. What uh, six months everybody ago. was talking about it. I mean, yeah. heck, you look at back at the ISS Long Beach show, there was so much stuff focused around. You know, how do you take your screen printing out into the world? You know, I mean, there, I mean, heck, the Ryanette booths felt like half of it was. <laughs> 
working towards that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, print, printed threads down in Fort Worth. I mean, they, it's a cottage industry for them. I mean, they, they're, they're printing in bars and all kinds of locations. And, uh, um, you know, yeah. we're so, not doing that today. We're, we're, we're not doing that today. But with all of that focus that was put on it, we obviously saw that there was a interest, a desire to have something a little bit different. You know, everybody can just go to and, and grab a T-shirt, get a T-shirt. But that whole process, the whole craftsmanship of what we do as decorators is very, very interesting to the public as a whole. And, and so why not take that same idea and think about ways that you can still create the experience of live printing without being live printing. You talked last week, I think it was Terry about, you know, doing, doing uh training that would typically be an on-site training, but you guys at equipment zone are doing that in a virtual manner. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Twice so, a week. Yeah. So why couldn't that be something that, that you do? Because here's what the really cool part about this whole thing is your onsite experience. You are only going to attract the people that were right there in that space. Right. With a virtual experience with the technology that's available out there and, and whatnot. Um, you can attract, you know, I mean, on Facebook, there's billions of users there. So you technically could get to every single one of those people and, uh, you know, have them come be part of the experience. And, you know, so m maybe using technology, limited edition shirts, um, you know, if, if you've got a DTG machine, maybe you're setting up something where you've got a template and people are, you know, placing their orders live as you're printing and they're placing their orders that are personalized and they can right. see their shirt being printed. Uh, and then it's going out in the mail to them the same day kind of thing. Uh, yeah, exactly right. And, and, and you know, it's uh, maybe you're a screen printer and you're doing that limited. We're only selling this shirt for this hour. And as the orders are coming in, you know, here's Jim ordered an extra large. He wanted Navy. Boom, boom, boom. You know, you're going to print the shirt while you're talking about it. Hold it up. Okay, Jim, here's your shirt. It's going on the dryer. It's going into a mailer bag and it's going to be on its way to you tonight. And that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be very cool. Is, Maybe is, somebody during our cocktail party tonight will be doing some on-site printing for us. That would yeah. be uh, that'd be very cool, or any type of decoration. Yeah, that would be very cool. Is real quick, uh, Jim? Is that Jim's towing service? Is he? Jim, uh, yeah, Jim's towing service. Okay. My favorite customer in the world. He, that guy is amazing. <laughs> I mean, he is a. I can only imagine what his closet looks like. Unbelievable <laughs> shirts from top to bottom. Um, no, I, that's a that's a great idea during the cocktail party. Um, I don't remember if it was the first one we did or the second one we did, but uh, it, this was later on in the evening. So some people had left or had uh, passed out under the table by this time. But uh, <laughs> uh, Kelly from Crystal Ninja, who we've had on the show. Sure. She had her. She was in the Zoom, but she had her camera straight down and she was uh, uh, I don't know what the heck you'd even call it. But she was blinging out. I can't even remember what the heck she was blinging out. Something really cool. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a couple of cocktails deep and went over to the website and <laughs> was like, huh, I might have to check that out. And then <laughs> I remembered, cool. you know, what, what, what am I going to do with a blinged out? But Hey, you know, it was 
but that kind of experience, <laughs> I love that. So um, really good point on that, Terry, to, to do that limited uh, run, limited availability. It kind of makes me think about like um, Johnny Cupcake. Yeah. You know, that same kind of experience, but you're doing it in a, in a virtual world where it's exactly like, right. you know, and, and there's there's great technology out there that you can kind of hook those things in to, uh, to like a Facebook event or, or something like that. So. You know. Well, you know, and, and, and Johnny Cupcakes is a, is an excellent example. When he spoke at ThreadX, the first year of ThreadX, uh, all of us were decorators of some type. But did everybody go uh, to the table as you're leaving and get a, a an exclusive limited edition Johnny Cupcakes T-shirt? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, because he created that uh, that 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 whole idea of, of having that limited edition garment that nobody else is going to have but you because it was specific to that event and with his logo on it yeah yeah all right well that's number seven and uh we are now into bonus time so here we go (laughs) (laughs) all right we keep going right terry let's do it let's do it number eight yep you want to take number eight i will yeah uh build and improve your online presence and you know when this is all over uh i think and the customer has changed over the last couple of years you know, wanting that shorter run, that sort of thing. Well, the customer is still going to change. And and I think there's going to be even more uh, of the Amazon effect, which means, you know, people are going to be wanting to buy online. So make sure, you know, take this time. And I, I've talked to a couple of people who are um, spending this time really improving their their online presence, you know, and, and, you know, if we go to your website and it says copyright 2016 at the bottom of it, we're probably going to go elsewhere. So this is a good opportunity for you to, to update things and 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 prepare for the, the new marketplace, prepare for the way people are going to be buying in the future, because uh, I don't think we're we're going back to the to the old normal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're a hundred percent right with that. In fact, uh, Matthew had said earlier that, you know, he was spending this time working on that very thing, you know, mm-hmm. refreshing the pictures, getting some things that, you know, it, uh, the, the study shows that 93% of all online shoppers make their purchasing decision based on the photo. So if you've got a crappy, uh, dark photo on there, you are going to not make sales. So the, the photography matters. And, um, and don't blame it on the economy. It's you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's you for sure. So that's, I, I love this thought, Terry, that, you know, thinking about that. Um, I'm Our friend Todd actually had, is changing the way his business works in, in that. So for those of you who don't know Todd, Todd Downey and I uh, do our success group together. He's got a mall location. You know, so think about think about a mall location right now. Uh, you know, obviously it's uh, it's a, it's a different world in general. Before the coronavirus hit, you know, the malls were were struggling. You know, people just don't go to malls like they used to anymore. Um, but he's going to take advantage of this uh, opportunity to use that location in a different way. To basically, he's going to to wall off his shop and up front have lockers, and so people can come in people place their orders online and then he'll text them however that system's set up and let them know that hey your order is done and um so they come come to the shop they they come to his place of business they go to the locker that they were told to go to with and and put in the combination of what it was and they pick up their their goods you know so that's 
awesome idea. Yeah. So just those kinds of things that, you know, even if you, you do a lot of like pickup type business, how, how can you change your, your front facing opportunity to, to, you know, do something different, not only to make you feel safer, but also to make your customers feel safer. You know, people don't want to walk into a store with uh, 50 people in it now. You know, they want to have that six foot distance, even when everybody says this is all okay. I do still think that there's just going to be this, this distancing happening. Right. So, um, great, great point. All right. Uh, I'll get into number nine and we'll get to number 10 and, um, my number 11 and 12 will, we'll save, we'll save those things. <laughs> uh, because, uh, there's a show that I've heard of called the take up and, uh, Eric says that uh, I hear this great show called The Take Up. We'll, um, we'll talk about creatively affecting your bottom line this afternoon at 2.30 Mountain Time. So go over and check that out. Um, all right. Number nine here, Terry. Define new customer profiles and niches. Uh, <laughs> I always say that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> niches is the other thing. Uh, what sounds is, a little too classy for us. I know it does. <laughs> Um, what is the customer you want to address? Like, what are the behaviors? Where will they interact with your business? Why do they want decorated apparel and accessories? And what will your products do for them? What about the customer? What about this customer is different from in the new normal? What groups, hobbies, companies, um, and, and what problems of theirs can you address? So look at those, the, take this opportunity to look at those things, you know, to me, this is a perfect time to say, you know what, like we talked about earlier with changing your product up a little bit, when you have that customer that you go, oh, I have to do business with this customer again. Well, this is the perfect time to, again, let them self-select, let them, you know, you've attracted them to you somehow, some way, some shape, right. some form, you know, and, and so it's up to you to make sure that you're clear on what the profile of the customer that you want is and make sure that your message is clear to those customers. Um, and, and Aaron, you know, if you've attracted that customer, you're also going to attract customers just like that one that you don't want to do business with. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And, and, know, and it, it, it's like you said, Terry, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's you, not them. You've got to change your message. Oh, did, oh. who's frozen? Is it me or Terry? <laughs> very somber look on terry's face i don't know who's frozen eric is it oh there we oh, go are we back uh, i'm back i don't know who was for anyhow all right so go ahead terry I well i was just uh, i was just gonna say that uh you know this is something you really need to do anyway and and uh, you know when you're out prospecting for new customers do they fit that description that that you want to to follow you know when you when you um ask somebody, well, who's your target market? And they say everyone, then that's not a target market. That's uh, that's just you saying, hey, uh, I'm a decorator. Come on in. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, you, you need to define one or two or three niche markets that, that you want to sell into, you're comfortable selling into, that you can make uh, the, the money you want to make and deal with the customers you want to deal with. So uh, I agree. This is a good time. If you haven't defined that, do it now. Yeah, that, that, that's a wonderful point. In fact, uh, Christine follows that up with uh, basically know your target market and figure out how the current situation is, is impacting them. Sales and marketing tactics might have to change a bit. So 
just like Terry said, uh, you know, make sure you know who you're targeting and what they're going through right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so good, good stuff there. Uh, um, all right, Terry, number 10, let's do this. Point number Boom. 10, share your story, tell your story. And uh, you know, this is true. The, the, again, market, the marketplace has changed. Uh, people want to hear your story. And, you know, a lot of folks think, well, I don't have a story. You really do. And uh, you, you just have to be able to uh, tell that story that, that so that customers can relate to you and, and they want to buy from you and they want to do business with you. And, you know, they're especially with social uh, media today. Uh, that's the successful people out there are the people who tell that story, you know, and I always talk about Mel Lay back when uh, Mel owned uh, Sandy Lake Apparel. You know, she was on uh, Instagram all the time doing things like kids are in bed. It's midnight. I'm printing this order. Here's the shirt. You know, it's yeah. uh, and, you know, Mel wasn't doing anything extraordinary. I mean, she was doing a lot of one and two color work. Her niche market was uh, with youth apparel a youth apparel with an edge, but she just got out and told her story all the time. And, and, and she talked about, you know, uh, my shop's in my garage right now. And the reason it's in my garage is because I have two small kids and I don't want to put them in daycare. I want to be home with them. And she's, she was telling that story while she was doing business and, and people wanted to buy from Mel because of her awesome story, you know, and, and people related to her and, and everybody has a story to tell. And in today's business world, um, you, you got to have a story. Yeah. No, I think that's a, a perfect example, Terry, of, like you said, you know, we, she she let us in to her story. We, you know, people, her customers felt like they were part of her journey together with her because she shared her story. She didn't, exactly. uh, you know, it wasn't, here's my product, buy. It was, here's who I am. Oh, and by the way. I yeah. have these shirts if you want to be part of this journey, you know, and it, it exactly. wasn't, you know, if you look back at all of the old stuff that she was doing, um, I, I, I was hard pressed to even find where she said this is for sale, you know? Oh yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but became very successful and still successful today with the, with the all made apparel. Yep, exactly. You know, she was she was on Shark Tank for crying out loud. So that's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it means you're, you've done and, something. And, you got somebody's every, attention. And every morning talk show. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. Sh sharing sharing your story. You know, we actually talked uh, about this in the uh, our success group training the other night. Is and and the training was called def uh, defining your why, determining your why. Sorry, determining your why. And and that's what the story is. It's 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 why you do what you do each day. It has nothing to do with the shirt. It has nothing to do with the decoration method that you use. It has nothing to do with the embroidery needle or the ink that you have in your printer, or the puff or the suede or anything like that. Those are all the, the what's and the how's of what you're doing. Nobody connects with that. Nobody's inspired by that. You know, we might get as decorators, we might get excited about that because it's cool but we're not excited about it because of the ink itself. We're excited about it because of what it does, how it changes our story, you know? And, and so, yeah. yeah, telling that story, leading with your why and, and why you do things. And, you know, uh, like I said, it's, it's about inspiring. It's about, I'm not inspired because of that t-shirt that, that I'm wearing. I'm inspired because what it means in, you know, what two regular guys has meant to Terry and I and what two regular guys means to our community 
and and all of that stuff. That's what inspires me about the shirt. I like it. It's comfortable. It's nice, but you know, that's not the story. So, um, all right, let's, uh, cover a couple of comments here, Terry, real quick. Uh, Matthew says, if you live near a military base, there are spouse groups where they buy tons of screen printed shirts for fundraisers. They value local, but they typically go to large companies because they market more. So it's a good tip, Matthew, to make sure that you're, you're staying in front of them, even if they're, they're not buying right now. But, uh, yeah, that, for, for a long time, I always knew that that was the thing to do when it came to selling. I've told my story about the candy company that I sold labels to years and years ago, where it just was a matter of staying in front of them enough until they finally stopped buying from my competitor. <laughs> you know, um, But there were times where it's like, why the hell do I just keep calling this person every time? It's like a waste of my time. And then one day it worked. <laughs> so it's persistence. Um, Let's see here. James says, uh, made a one inch nameplate frame 3D printed for, for military nameplates. Thought it was just for my hobby. Posted in the embroidery group and have sold 30 of them so far with lots of interest. It's crazy. Wow. So cool. there you go. You, you, <laughs> one of the things that I see a lot of people not doing is they're, they're doing cool things and they're not sharing their story. They're not putting it out there. Yeah. You know, so like James's example here, put it out there and see what happens. You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? you get crickets. Okay. Well, that's no different than if you didn't put it out there and you get crickets. So, (laughs) um, let's see here. And Matthew says, uh, Oh, I think we're talking about DTG. I've been interested in getting one since the first time you posted the test model. Oh, um, hmm, no, that must be a conversation going on internally that, uh, that I'm not fully catching on to. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kirill trainer, our good friend Clay over there at Kirill trainer, uh, fire departments, police and teachers groups, PTAs, et cetera, are very local, loyal too. And um, there we go. All right, Terry, we got through 10, man. We did, Todd. Todd, <laughs> yeah, you, you owe us money now. Um, <laughs> so uh, can, I, I'm going to give an 11 real quick because it's, it's fast. Okay. The, the other thing that we need to be doing right now is we do need to be thinking about what our plan is for the uh, what's the best way to put sanitation so for the, the change in what people's expectations are going to be, you know, like Todd with, with his program of, of putting lockers up, you know, uh, things are going to look a lot different. You know, restaurants are going to look different. They're going to be further apart. Um, uh, my wife and I actually have a friend who lives over in Shanghai, China. He, he went over there to be a teacher and he's lived there for, I think it's going on six, seven years now. And uh, he was, posting some things, you know, basically saying, Hey, it's going to get back to normal. It's just kind of going to be a little bit different. So he was showing how things were looking over there where they're actually, he went to brunch with people, but you know, there were plexiglass uh, dividers. And so, you know, if you do have employees and they're working close to each other, you know, what are you going to do? So what's your sanitation plan? And, and what I would do with that is make sure that you are, um, once you have that in place, be very public about it and then, you know, get feedback. Maybe somebody will feel like that's not enough or, you know, you're overdoing, you can find that right balance, but you do need to have some sort of a sanitation plan. Very good. All right, cool. So 11 Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Crank that to 11. (laughs) Crank that to 11. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Did we miss any? There we go. <laughs> Eric says, take that, Todd. Uh, <laughs> Todd says it took overtime. Doesn't count. Dang it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see here. 
Uh, okay, let's let's wrap up with a couple other events here, Terry, and and uh, get out of here. Uh, we've got uh, Eric doing demystifying digitizing, next level digitizing. That was done live, but it is still available for purchase as, as recorded version. And uh, definitely been a lot of interest in that. And and the feedback that we're hearing from people is that uh, they're they're loving it, even uh, in the, a not live format. And we all know how helpful and wonderful Eric is. So. You know, if questions come up that uh, don't get answered there, I'm sure you can reach out to Eric. Uh, he talks about better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with a faster cycle time from concept to completion. So you can sign up for that over at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash, slash Eric D-D. And that's E-R-I-C-H. So Eric with an H, D-D. Um, and then uh, the last of the DAX Apparel virtual seminars is happening tomorrow with Eric, actually. Uh, and so that will be going on. Um, I can't remember exactly what time sometime tomorrow morning. So yes, I'll have to make sure that, uh, you know, tonight I don't stay out all night, but, um, <laughs> with our virtual cocktail party. Uh, so tomorrow morning he is going to be debating digitizing. And, uh, so that's going to be a great way to wrap up. And, uh, it, it it's his long is uh, three, three and a half hour session. So, tons of wonderful information is going to be shared here. Uh, so if you head over to Dax show and then go to treasure Island and seminars to sign up for, for that virtual opportunity. So, uh, make sure that you, uh, check that out. And then last but not least, uh, make sure that you're, as we talked about earlier, joining Eric on his show, the take up two 30 mountain time, uh, which would be three 30 central time, which is what we all go by. Right, Terry. <laughs> it is indeed here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, <laughs> 2.30 Mountain Time, 1.30 Arizona Time, 1.30 Pacific Time. Uh, it's all about making the best of the medium. Uh, so if you can catch that over at his Facebook page, facebook.com slash eric.campbell. That's E-R-I-C-H dot Campbell. And uh, so make sure you check that out. Terry, what about you? What's coming up? In the uh, clubs, it's pronounced E-Rich. But I have a scheduling and estimated production time for screen printers. That begins May 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Central. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> and you can find that at decorators.education slash SEPT for scheduling and estimated production time. Um, all my screen printing classes have been postponed. The earliest one's going to be at Workhorse Product. August 22nd, and I'm going to be at Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago, September, and all my upcoming events have been updated and changed, you know, yet again. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you can yep. find dairycombs.com under the uh, the heading tour dates. How about you, Aaron? All right. Well, uh, our success group is, uh, like I said, we started the uh, first of the five key series of business planning. So you can still get involved with that. If you just head over to our successgroup.com, you can uh, become a member and, and uh, get back to that first one and, and going forward. Uh, we also have some exciting stuff uh, that we just announced for the first time yesterday uh, and more details will, will be coming. But uh, we, we've got a new what we're calling a success tracker program where you can just it's kind of the entry level, get involved and, and have some accountability. And uh, we also will be rolling out this month our Masters of Success program where we take the training and we, we get into some mastermind type groups together and we actually work on the business directly there in the in these groups so those two programs are going to be rolling out uh, this month in may so i'm excited about that um 
one other thing, I want not one other thing, the party tonight, again, just a reminder, we want all you guys to be there. We want you guys to go to your local establishment and pick up chicken wings, beer, whatever it is that you want, a salad. If you could get a salad for me too, with spinatas. And <laughs> I'll figure I'll out how to salad for you. Oh, thank you. Um, so <laughs> I'll pick, pick... put it in a mailer bag. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Perfect. That'll be perfect. I'll just shake it up and pour it right out. <laughs> um, so you pick up whatever it is that, that you uh, is making your mouth water and uh, have that there and let people know where you got it from. And, and uh, so, yeah, uh, in fact, Janessa last time, at the end of the night, actually went and got pizza, pizza and fries. I, again, pizza and fries, I, that might exactly. have to be a combination I try out <laughs> soon. Um, and then another quick note, uh, we'll, we'll have more details about this as we get a little closer to the actual shut off date. But um, we're making a move on, for those of you listening on the podcast version of this, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, uh, we, we actually, some people weren't aware of this, but we actually right now have two feeds over at Apple podcasts uh, because of where we started the two regular guys at called blog talk radio. They own that feed and I can't get it from them. So as we move away from blog talk radio, which we moved away from a long time ago, I still just pay for it. <laughs> um, so we we're finally going to move the uh, Apple podcast feed to another location. Um, so to make it easy, we've just set it up at tworegularguys.com slash Apple. And um, so you can check that out. But we'll, again, we'll have more details on that coming soon. So uh, there'll still be a couple more episodes over at the old feed before we have our signing off from that feed and, and on to the new feed. Sound good? That sounds okay. like a plan. All right, Terry. Well, I think we've uh, gone well into bonus time. And so thanks for letting me do that, Terry. And, and uh, great stuff today. Great information. Thanks to Eric for, for his help in the information part today. And thanks to all the regulators out there for their participation. They, they were fantastic as usual, Terry. Absolutely. And yes, we do want to thank uh, Eric Campbell, our uh, show producer and our sponsor Impressions Expo. Yes. Yeah, so thanks to Eric for not only the pr production that he's doing today, but also the help with the content. So, um, all right, Terry. Well, next week we actually do have a program in the books. Uh, it is uh, going to be with Ashley from Art Esprit, uh, which is uh, sublimation markers. It's kind of a really cool process. And uh, so we'll get more details about exactly what we're talking about together with her here this week. Uh, but make sure that you are tuning in next week, 10 a.m. Central Time, uh, 8 a.m. Terry time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know even where to start. Should I start with Eastern and work my way back or should I start with Pacific and work my way up? Commonly you start on the East, but Hey. Okay. So 11 o'clock Eastern time, 10 o'clock central time, nine o'clock mountain and eight o'clock Pacific and Terry time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mountain standard time. Eric's on mountain, uh, daylight time so uh, that's where now you're way over my head so <laughs> <laughs> all right well on, on that note until then i'm terry combs he is aaron montgomery and we are the two regular guys thank you for listening to two regular guys check out our website at two regularguys.com that's the number two regularguys.com you can also interact with us over at our facebook page facebook.com slash two regular guys or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, two regular guys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.